0: Today's reflection comes from monthly retreats given by James, Blessed James Alberione, between the years of nineteen forty-eight and forty-nine. We'll be reflecting on what he wrote on Jesus' life. The bud which we are to graft onto our soul, so that it may bear good, abundant, and beautiful fruits, is the host. Divine graft, this precious bud transforms the plant. Once we were proud, then humble. Once misers, then detached from the earth. Once sensual, then spiritual, to the point of desiring the virginity of Jesus Christ. In the soul of one who nourishes himself with the host, the fruits of the Holy Spirit are produced, those fruits of which St. Paul spoke. If Jesus Christ, the precious bud, finds the wild plant sufficiently disposed, he produces the Christian. If the dispositions are even better, he may then produce the religious, the priest, the apostle. What a difference there is between a pagan and a Christian. Jesus Christ has said, I am the vine, and you are the branches. His holy examples and sermons would be of little use to us if we did not have the grace to imitate these good examples and to believe in his teachings. But Jesus, the perfect teacher, gives us this grace. And if you have faith, if you have good desires, if you seek the glory of God, your sanctification and the salvation of souls, it is a sign that the precious bud, the grafting, will bear its fruit. How did Jesus become our life? By dying on the cross for us. He was born to die on the cross in order to give supernatural life to man. Thus did he give us life, and he gave it in abundance. This abundance of grace can can vary greatly according to our correspondence. In heaven, it will be changed into various degrees of glory, with which we will see God face to face. Oh, how precious this life is! Jesus communicates this life to us, especially in the holy sacraments. He gives it to us for the first time in baptism. He increases it in confirmation. He nourishes it in the Holy Eucharist. He restores it, if we have lost it, in penance. In the anointing of the sick, he completes it by removing whatever is still human readying us for our entrance into heaven. What a change even one's first communion can make in a soul. Social life, too, must be sanctified. The sacrament of holy orders gives us fathers of souls, the priests. The sacrament of matrimony sanctifies the relations and duties of Christian couples. The devotion to the Divine Master, therefore, is devotion to the word of Jesus and to the sacraments. We receive them from the Church, which has the mission to teach as Jesus did, to direct souls on the road to heaven, to sanctify them. This devotion produces fruits which are precious in the Christian life, more precious in the religious and apostolic life and most precious in the priestly life. As long as we are on earth, our life can always be more enriched with merits and our future glory will depend upon our present supernatural vitality. This vitality increases in proportion to the dispositions and frequency with which we receive the sacraments and perform good deeds. Our future glory... Our ability to contemplate, enjoy, and possess God in heaven will depend on our present supernatural vitality. Among the sacraments, there is a gradation. The Eucharist is the true font of grace in which we receive the very author of grace. This grace is drawn always more from the sacrifice of the Mass and during the hour of adoration to the most blessed sacrament. Other means of increasing grace are the sacramentals, which encircle the sacraments, preparing one to receive the sacraments or completing their action. Among these are the rosary, the way of the cross, blessings, holy pictures and statues, sacred ceremonies, sermons and spiritual readings, jesus accomplished his mission he gave us the example of a most holy life taught us through his doctrine and offered us the grace to perform actions which are meritorious for eternal life behold the perfect teacher by practicing the devotion to the divine master we practice the most essential devotion let us read the life of Jesus and the gospel and in order to know his virtues and the examples he left, he has left us. But above all, let us pray. Let us prostrate ourselves at the feet of the Divine Master and pray to him to enlighten us and give us the strength to imitate him. Our entire program should be to meditate Jesus Christ every day, to know Him always better, to imitate Him more closely, and to love Him more intensely. And we can ask ourselves, do I really take Jesus as my program of life? Do I partake of the sacraments often, the sacrament of penance, where I realize that only Jesus can take away my sins? Do I partake of the Eucharist often, knowing that when I receive Jesus in communion, I am strengthened in mind, soul, and body to become that media apostle he has called me for our times? Am I faithful to my state in life as a priest, religious, lay person, married, single? In whatever way that the Lord has called me to serve and live for him today, am I faithful? Am I drawing the graces I need from Jesus, Master, present in the sacraments, in the word In the spiritual reading in meditation on his life. Jesus, orient my mind, my heart and my will to have you as the object of my contemplation so that my words may be modeled on your words, my actions may be modeled on your actions. My thoughts may be modeled on your thoughts. Jesus, Master, our way, our truth, and our life, teach us your way of truth and holiness.